0: Hello and welcome back to Burden Burl Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. While our conversations focus mostly on our favorite spirits, please remember that having a solid financial plan can help you avoid feeling as though the volatile stock and bond markets are driving you to drink. Yes, today's episode of Burden Burl Talk is brought to you by Axiom Financial Strategies Group, which is a financial planning-based wealth management firm that serves to maintain our clients' paths to financial success, happiness, and overall well-being. Axiom's mission is to help individuals and families of all size grow and protect their wealth through an objective, thoughtful advice anchored in deep subject matter expertise. If you have a financial plan but are lacking confidence that you will achieve your goals or would like assistance in developing a financial plan, please reach out to the Axiom team at 812 913 7701 or email them at contactus at axiomfsg.com. Please remember to drink and invest responsibly. Axiom Financial Strategies Group LLC is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Axiom and its representatives are properly licensed and exempt from licensure. And welcome back to the Brock Bourbon Bar. We are Chilling Like a Villain. It is Festivus episode number three, and we are talking about what today. Oh, and my bad, it isn't episode number four. Man, I told you I've been drinking way too much today, I tell you. (laughs) Taking naps, drinking bourbon, drinking coffee, everything's all messed up. So Festivus episode four, we are talking about what, as Nick likes to say it, you know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> um well, what are we talking about this time we're talking about what
1: we are talking about eight or uh, different distilleries taking their big name labels and products overseas
2: and, it over there and shipping most of it over there
0: i don't know if they ship most but they do ship a, a fair amount you know And I I guess for me, you're right. Like when I think about labels and brands and the fact that they're taking these awesome bottles of juice and they're sending them just to Japan or just to the Bahamas or the biggest culprit is probably Blanton's, is it not?
2: I would say so. Wild Turkey's right there with them, with the uh, 12s and the 13s. There's a lot in the the airports. Yeah. You have to take them out. Well, no, yeah.
1: no I, I'm thinking more of less the actual ones made specific, like the red Tokai, where they actually have oh, the Japanese. Is definitely the worst there, at that point, and then yeah. also you have uh, what was it that the silver or kind the of like black, black label po- yeah, black the, the label. Polish one? For, for Poland. Oh yeah,
0: you get Poland. Yeah, you got a, you got a France one, yep.
2: which is green
0: uh so special reserve is so special reserve is everywhere outside of the united states like literally it goes to the bahamas it goes to the east i mean to europe it goes to you know asia it goes everywhere that's the that's the weller special reserve for blanton's right that's the one that's like 86 proof and they send it out to everybody their mom except for here in the united states go figure (laughs) i will say some of that is strategic for them right like your asian markets especially love lower proof bourbon they're, they're getting more into higher proof bourbon, but, uh, yeah, th- that one just, it's, it's a, it's a mystery, you know, why they wouldn't release that here locally, you know, now I will say they did, they did, what was it this past year? They did a uh, single bourbon. Blanton's gold and straight from the barrel mm-hmm. here yep. locally, but mm-hmm. they, it was a very limited run. I felt oh, like, uh,
1: like wow. there's maybe a hundred of that and that's for everybody.
0: Right. So a buddy of mine just got back from the Bahamas and he said, literally they stockpiled on Blanton's. Like he said, he brought back like two Blanton's golds, two Blanton's straight from the barrels, two of the Takaras, two of the the black labels. And I was like, that's weird because the red and the black label are supposed to be only available in Asia. I thought, mm-hmm. We'll come to find out this this guy that owns this liquor store down there um, has been importing stuff from like all over the place. That's all Blantons, and he's got like this specialty Blantons, you know, market in his little shop in the Bahamas in Saint Martin. So he can make a
1: killing on that. Oh,
0: he is. He's charging like $250, two fifty, two seventy five a bottle.
1: Oh, oh, never mind that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, say I, I was almost feeling bad because I think what was it? Just about four years ago we were no no no. That was that was six and a half years ago. That we were down in the uh we didn't went to Saint Martin and Saint Kitts, mm-hmm.
0: dude. I love Saint Kitts; it's so cool.
3: That was the one with Kenneth. Yeah. It's
0: so hard to it's and so Jonathan. hard to get a flight in and out of there though. Oh, that's we that's so why we were on the boat. we it's were like on a cruise. really <laughs> weird like Saint Kitts. It's like you can only fly down on like Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays or something weird. Like it's
1: <laughs> well, because I mean the it, it's mm-hmm. you have to take puddle jumpers to yeah. get to it. You can't yeah. be on a main flight, right?
2: Yeah, Well, yeah. two engine. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing is, so it's it's really it's really not that bad of a connecting flight. So you fly into Tampa, or yeah, Tampa, the one that's just outside of Orlando. It's not MCO, but it's the ne- the other one that's right next to there. I think it's technically Tampa, but maybe it's not. It might be just like the outskirts of Orlando, and then you catch a like a little two prop plane yeah. straight into Saint Kitts. So I isn't think they're one like in Saint Pete's. It might be or um, P- Saint Petersburg or whatever it is. Yeah, probably Florida. Yeah. There's also one. Um,
2: Fort Myers has Fort one. Myers
0: has an airport. There's a few of them out there. Anyway, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, like when I sit back and I think about you know sending stuff over, while like you said, wild turkey's pretty bad. They just did what was it the 12 year 101?
2: They did the 12 year. They did a uh, rare breed. Yep. They did Ex- a 13 year. And I think Japan usually has like a age stated wild turkey usually on the shelf over there too.
0: Yeah, bastards.
2: No, where no, where are they sending them to? Like the 12. Uh,
0: that was Japan only. I
1: yeah. Think. Oh, okay. My, I thought it was a. My twelve
2: exam. is actually a Japanese ball, so it's only seven hundred milliliters. That's another.
1: You know. You know. What the funny thing is, is that <laughs> I've I've talked to some friends who they have either family or a very good friend who who is stationed in Japan from a mil- military standpoint, right? And they sell the Blantons at cost over there or at oh, yeah. MSRP. And oh, so at the at, at the PX. Yes. Gotcha. And so they will go over there and they'll just. People will be lining up to uh, to purchase it and then just literally ship it back over here and make the
2: profit. Right. I do that with mm. the wild turkeys and all that other stuff over there. Bar-
1: Barbara, what are
0: we drinking here, man? You poured some stuff up for us, man. What do we got here? We got a the champagne barrel Starlight or something. And, yeah. And then what's the other one? Uh, the rum?
3: We've got the bourbon and the champagne wine barrels uh, coming in at 104.8. Uh,
0: what's the age on that? Uh,
3: four and a half. Four and a half. Yep. And this is a Blake pick.
0: Uh Uh-oh.
3: Yep, yep, yep. And then we've got the second one is the bourbon finished in rum barrels. And it is a Christian pick at 113.7 proof. And this one is aged at five and a half years.
1: Now, now the one other thing that was told about this bottle was that it was actually aged in 23-year-old Barbados rum barrels.
0: 23-year-old Barbados rum barrels. Hmm. Barbados is that's some fine stuff buddy I like yes, some Barbadian is. rum so the nose on the champagne barrel is just it's really unique it's got some sweetness to it but it's got a little bit of that like that pungent like um punch that you get from like uh that bubbly that yeah. you get from the champagne From
3: the champagne yeah the uh like the um the carbonation I don't say carbonation or fizz it, yeah yeah basically the fizz
0: yeah and there's no fizz but it just it it's almost like that it effervescence i guess yes. that you kind of get off of it yeah. it's kind of weird there's something kind of Like like feels like it's bubbly, like almost going in your nose. I don't know if it's going to be boozy
2: by drinking it that way.
0: I haven't taken a sip
2: yet. I didn't really find it that boozy. Okay, you already took a sip. Yeah, took took a couple small sips, but you definitely tell it's uh, in a champagne barrel. Oh wow! For the non wine drinker in me.
1: Well, yeah, for the non wine drinker, but you, it's weird. It's you know, with champagne, you kind of get that little bit of quick dry. After you drink it and it goes away, you get that little quick dry. I'm actually getting a little bit of that quick dry
2: yeah. after, as soon as I finish it. One yeah. of the other uh, wine barrels, I, di- I got that before. on. Um. So
3: I'm getting, um, kind of we're talking about the bubbles and how this one is not, doesn't have any of the bubbles. But I feel on the sides of my tongue yeah, like there's bubbles.
0: Yeah, it's just really i'm kind of cool. like you too yeah it's I, just
3: weird <clears throat>
0: it's almost like it's got that uh not bubbles but it's a uh, it's dancing it's tingling mm-hmm, on just mm-hmm. kind of the side of your tongue and things like that
3: just on the side
0: but i tell you what it has almost the finish is just like quick i mean it, it, it hits the back and boom gone
2: yeah there's no front mm-hmm. to this
0: yep it's a little bit yeah. of tobacco and a little bit of you know it, i'm gonna say maybe like a maple syrup it's a weird sweetness yeah, I can't put my, my my finger on
1: it, and there's definitely some grape. Like you get a mm-hmm. little bit of grape. Yeah, I was, that's what I was about to say is that, you, that that grape kind of lingers mid palate for me, and it, and it, but as you said, there's nothing to the back the finish. Finish just kind of dies off, is nothing much. But for some reason, I get the, kind of that the tingle you were saying. Uh, but it just hangs in that mid palate for a little bit. It's got great legs, though. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, it's got a ton of hanging to the maybe
3: wall. honeydew on the sweet.
0: I don't know that I'm picking that up, but I, I I get what you're coming from. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down, but I don't know that it's necessarily, honeydew. I
3: know?
0: I Can't tell. So what what other companies are doing a lot of those? Uh, I, I, they don't even have to be age stated, but you know, I feel like there's a couple of other companies, and we were thinking about and talking about it. But I know Wild Turkey's been pretty pretty bad about it. Buffalo Trace has obviously been bad about it, um, sending stuff overseas. Kevin Hills
2: getting there. I want to say I'm
0: what do they what have they sent over? The, maybe I'm.
2: I think they sent. I've seen some more of their uh, higher-end products going over. But, gotcha. But tell you, that's always hard to find anyhow. so
0: Yeah. So I will say the one, and this is kind of a cool thing that they're doing, I'd like to almost see what if they would do it in the United States, but I heard Jack Daniels is going to release Jack and Coke in a can in uh, Germany and in in uh, England. Like, no, they've already done that here in the
1: States, though. Have they really? Yeah, yes. they did I've it back
2: never, when I was in college. Have I never seen that?
1: Oh, I mean, you can. I haven't seen it recently. But Jack and about, Coke in a can. Yes. Yeah, yeah they, they, they I, did a
2: vanilla. They did a couple different variants. Yeah, they, damn, they, 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 How did I never see they, they, that?
1: They, they, sell, they sell, sold it in like a eight pack or uh, yeah. like a six or eight pack, and it was just like, it was like mini cans. It wasn't like, like a yeah. whole, whole bunch, but yeah. Well, was, my ass and call me Charlie. You're talking like, like 2010, 2011 when <laughs> that came out. Yeah, way back in the day. How did I miss
3: that? I don't know.
1: But no, that was actually that was my like college years, because so- shortly after then they they uh, they also uh, released some of the Lynchburg stuff. I think it yeah. was yeah. shortly after Lynchburg lemonades. So yes. so that's yeah. what I was going to say. I yeah. remember the
0: Lynchburg lemonades when they mm-hmm. came so out, the White right lemonades, before that. and right all. That. So I, evidently, I was I was still in my my beer snob phase. I wasn't drinking a whole lot of. Uh, <laughs> That Weird stuff. I was still making a lot of back then, I was definitely making a lot of beer, but that's funny. I, I honest to goodness, I don't think I ever saw it over there. But I heard I read an article about the fact that they were going to release it like as a big mass Smarter. marketing thing in, in Germany and in uh England. So well, I could
2: see it being way more popular over there because I can too.
0: What's the thinking thing you can get in your man? You go over and it's like, Oh, I can I get Jack? Can I get yeah. it's It's Jack and Makers. I mean, that's it, mm. uh,
3: what? Makers, yeah. London. Our uh, we had a guy on a cruise one year. I'm going to let Nick tell the story, because he's, he's a whole lot better on it.
1: So, in my... Oh, real, thank God. At least you're not telling another story. Yeah, I yeah, know. <laughs> so, in my youthful days, as I was just getting into uh, bourbon, uh, I wasn't doing a whole lot of bourbon, but, you know, I was starting to hit, hit some of the major players. Yeah. You right. Know? Um, you know, I enjoyed my... Jack. Uh, I started really off with Jim Bean Black, because I thought Jim Bean was trash, and I thought the black tasted a lot better than regular Jim Bean. So... Up You're getting, not wrong. I started going, getting into some of the he- Heaven Hill stuff, some of the Elijah Craig's at the time, that Barrel Proof 12 year, and then getting into um, Maker's Mark. And so eventually, whenever uh, we went on a cruise, uh, we met uh, at our table one of our people from England. Um, and he was like, he was he was talking, "Wow, you know, what, what type of bourbon do you drink?" I was like, wow, well, this, 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 and this." I said, "Well, we have like, I, I love Jim Beam." I'm like, "What?" Well, Okay, what what color was the label of that, Jimmy? White? Mm, <laughs> hold on here. And that's whenever I asked for the waiter to come over and ask them for the bourbon list. I mean, the cruise ships aren't going to have a very long bourbon list, but they're going to usually have about two to three, maybe four choices. Right. And so one of the choices ended up being Maker's Mark. And right. I was like, going, well, you know what? It's a little different little than Jim Bean. I would say it's a notch above Jim Bean. Uh, for, but you have to like a weeder. If you don't like the uh, weeder, then that's going to... But most people have no idea what a weeder is versus anything else right, either. That's the right. problem with that. But go ahead. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I say, like going, you know, here. I bought him a pour of this. Mm-hmm. And he sat there and he drank it. He like, looked, just took himself aback and was like going, this is really good. What is this? <laughs> I said, it's Maker's Mark. You, you'll always notice it because it has the red wax top. And, you know, many years after that, we always cheers to him on his birthday to some Maker's Mark. And then he ended up finding, he let us know that he ended up finding it in England. He finally found it in London. And then, and then he he was hooked. Hmm. He would always buy Maker's Mark. So I added water to this champagne. No. No.
0: No. no, no, no. Nope. I did too. It was, that was it a terrible went, idea. It went straight rye, but like a weird bitter, like it lost, yeah. and I don't know, it lost all the sweetness yeah. that it had.
1: That was weird. That mm-hmm. one's definitely a neater. Mm-hmm. The, the nose isn't horrible. But the, the nose the, is actually better. It, yeah, the, yeah, I, the I like the nose up. better. Yeah. But, but the but the taste went as you said. It almost felt like a low end rye. Yeah, yeah. It almost felt like yeah, like fifty one percent rye or something. Yeah, but the weird
2: aftertaste like, to me mm-hmm.
0: and all that like side tingle all went away and it was
2: absolutely. just absolutely
0: weird. I don't know. That's crazy. Usually, a lot of times water and um, some of those and maybe it's just because it's it's a little bit on the younger side for them four four and a half years. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Crazy. So now we got this rum. 23-year-old Barbadian rum. Yep. Barbadian. It sounds like barbarian. Barbarian <laughs> rum. Or barbarian rum over there. I wonder if any of the rum was still
1: left in the barrel. You know, I'm, mm. I imagine
0: they probably had a little to sweeten the pot.
1: I am about to say, is like going... You gotta no no. There are people that don't like this word, but there's there's many times that they'll leave a little juice to keep things moist in the barrel. He said (laughs) moist. (laughs) I I kid you not. I have known people to like cringe whenever they hear that word, and I have no idea why. I got nothing (laughs) on that. So the nose on this thing, man, it, it's rum for
0: sure. You get some of those sugars, that that, mm. that nice note, some molasses. I get a nice, like
1: almost like a sugar cane sugar that smell. That just yep.
3: sitting over here thinking sugar cane.
2: Caramelized.
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 I can almost pull out probably an old rum that I have mm. sitting right here, and you're going to get very similar nose. I mean, I still get oh, some right. under notes of maybe some molasses, some of those brown sugars in there just right at the end, yep. but I get more of that kind of more sweet sugar cane and mm-hmm.
0: just a, a touch of that uh like um tobacco is coming through just a touch
3: yeah yeah just I, I was just. expecting
0: to get a little bit of uh leather because a lot of times these these those rums are aged in you know old whiskey barrels so I was expecting to get you know a little bit more leather or a little bit something I don't really yeah, eat a whole lot of yeah it's mainly just sweet like some sugar molasses maybe some brown sugar you said sugar cane that all those things are kind of what's hitting up in there it's got a little bit of creaminess too on the on the on the nose. Like I can't really picture that either. It's got great legs. And I oh, saw yeah. Nick rolling it <laughs> off the glass.
2: <laughs> they just
1: stay. oh yeah, yeah. Those legs are staying. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like hung up there. How many bottles
3: did we get?
1: Uh, just one, but oh. I think there might be more. Like we like may
3: a, have to go back.
1: <laughs> hung like a big old dude, I remember with a baby apple on the end of his arm. I'm
2: trying to remember if I seen that today or not. But right. I was up there.
1: I About to say, I, I think I just got a believer in you on this thing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I love rum, so that wasn't hard. Well,
1: I was I, I was a little skeptical uh, on it because I have a couple. I still have in my in in the bunker. I still have a couple, you know. Uh, rum's finished, uh, or bourbon's finished it with rum, and I was like, oh, let me get it. I, I, I tried it, but uh, I thought it was good whenever I was up at repeal day trying it, but I wasn't. That was also a For I've had probably about four or five other samples in a short amount of time, because I was actually <laughs> kind of rushing that day, because uh, I didn't have a whole lot of time to spin up there. So is this bourbon finished a rum, or is it, yeah, is it it's a bourbon? bourbon okay. It's a bourbon. Yes, absolutely yep. bourbon, and the the taste on this, it, it's it's not like a very heavy linger mm-hmm. it's very light yeah it is very light mm-hmm. it's got a little bit of
2: leather like l- some tobacco
3: yeah it's, it's. i'm getting a little b- more of that leather on that finish on the yeah, on the back palate
2: very much so but that that as soon as it
1: hits that front of the tongue it's just like you get this jolt of sweetness yeah oh yeah, oh, yeah. and then it just kind of eases its way back yeah
2: 100 and just stays
1: on the lips.
0: I put a little water in it. The nose yeah. opens up quite a bit.
3: I get a whole, I get a lot more tobacco and leather yep. on the nose yep. after that water.
0: And tobacco, the leather, um, I'm getting a little bit of fruit too.
3: Yeah. Um, I know one of your favorite things is a stone fruit. I don't think it's a stone no, fruit. No, it's
0: not. This is almost like a pear or yeah. a... Yeah.
3: It, it's not a typical grape where we yeah. typically go. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, it's more like a pear. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe a hint of apple, which is weird. Especially when you think about the fact that it's got rum.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's pear. It's like, yeah. a, like an old I Bosch think, pear yeah, or something yeah. like I'll, that. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. It's almost like those pears, you know, the, the, the canned pears with
1: the mm-hmm. with the light syrup. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah
1: exactly. Or that's why The fruit cup pears. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. Like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Let's see how it tastes with mm. water in
1: it. I get a little bit of the rye, but it's not heavy. It's very, very gentle. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, like it's it's all mid to back palate now. You Absolutely. You lose the front. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the, fr- the front the front jolt of sweetness is gone. Yep. And it just kinda of rolls to the back. Okay, More and rye. And I'm at the, the oddball.
3: I still get a lot of the sweet. I get out an almost an extra punch of sweet. Right. Very, very quick.
2: I get uh, a little yeah. bit of sweetness upset, Yeah, it's, but it's sweet just like, very, super, like super quick.
0: Very it's super quick. Yeah.
3: And then it goes into that rye.
0: And yeah. But it's, it's a
1: lot of rye. It really, really comes mm-hmm, rye yeah. forward on the mid palate all the way yeah, to the back. Yeah, on that mid, mid The Second sip, I get a little bit of leather and tobacco out of that. Yep. It's more prominent oh, to yeah. where it was kind of subtle before it comes off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little molasses in there. Yeah.
0: And the champagne barrel, I went back to smell it. Nothing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of disappointed with that one.
3: I, I, I'm happy with it. Neat.
2: Yeah, water is definitely no.
3: Absolutely not.
2: Water's not its I'd friend. be
3: interested to know how it is chilled with no water.
1: All right, that'd be interesting because I mean, a lot of champagnes, yeah, wines, usually yeah. slightly chilled. Well,
3: yeah, I got some whiskey stones. Sco- I could go grab one.
1: Yeah, yeah. maybe another time. Yeah. All right.
0: All right. So frustrations. Label sending bourbon over, you know, the good stuff is what we would call it. Like I, anytime I, anytime I can get a twelve year old bourbon, I want it, right? But yet they're sending it to Japan to, to Japan or Europe or
1: you know wherever. I, I just don't get it. I don't. Why
0: are they not? Why are they not giving that back to us?
1: I, I guess my further question is why are they sending some of the better stuff out that is probably going to sit on a shelf and get dusty in some other country? Now, I remember uh, you know what was that uh, Bill Murray movie? With, um, uh, were he stuck in the airport? Yeah, no, well, airport, but he was, he went over to Japan to do the, uh, uh, bourbon commercials. Uh, oh. it's with, uh, God, it's gonna, I don't remember this one. I don't either. It yep. was, it, it was, it was Thrawn late. Drawing a blank. It was, uh, r- early Scarlett Johansson because it was both of them together in this. Gojo. Yep. Uh, so it was like one of her first big breakout movies. Yeah god that's gonna bug me but i'll try to
2: see if i can well, i mean if you look at like uh, jared when he went on his honeymoon he was in atlanta the duty free station on his way back <laughs> had probably 50 bottles of wild turkey 12 year or 13 no 13 year and a bunch of Blantons. yeah the now, Blantons was like 160 dollars a bottle right oh that, that's but been, the wild turkey was actually retail surprisingly right
1: that's weird because uh, there's many i have gotten accustomed to seeing facebook posts of the duty free shops at different airports you know right you see, you see everything from like 143 150 160 i've seen 200 and it's yeah. like going you know dc's like 200 right and it, but it's that's weird because it's inside the u.s but duty free and it makes and i've also got some things from but you have to take it out yeah i know it's yeah. that's it's
0: gotta leave the country
3: Lost uh, in Translation.
1: Yes, that was it. Lost in Translation. I don't think
0: I've ever seen that movie. It was I've actually heard really of a good movie. I've never watched it. It's huh. a
1: good movie. I'll have to check that one. Out but yeah, it. but it's all, from it's 2003. All, yeah. But but it was all about
0: I had my first kid then. I, uh, there's no way I was, it was watching about, movies.
1: <laughs> it was all about uh, Bill Murray's character going to Japan to promote whiskey, the like whiskey commercials.
2: Hmm. I mean, I wonder how many, how much blends compared to what we get. Versus the rest of the world gets. Right. That'd be really Not, Because all the different labels that they've created for the rest of the world.
0: Right. Hmm. Now, I will say this. The one thing I have heard about brands and why they do this is the fact that the the Asian market, especially, was super, super good to the bourbon industry when we weren't buying it. Like, because oh, okay. we weren't, we were at an age where we weren't buying that type of, we weren't buying booze really at all. We were still young um, because our parents all drank. Clear juice, and we talked about this in the past, you know. That are
1: Netty Light, right. Bud Light, Budweiser,
0: ABR. Yeah. So I think that's part of it, you mm-hmm. know. But okay. us uh, Xers, which I think we've saved the world, man, the Gen Xers, man, we, you know, buy all this stuff. I know, I'm sorry, you're not quite there yet, but. <laughs> but gen x and and i guess yeah. what's what gen x and then gen y right yeah. or i'm um, at the millennial unfortunately yeah gen y slash millennial yeah. like they're we're all the bourbon drinkers right like we're the bulk of the people that are drinking bourbon buying bourbon and there just wasn't that many you know people that are older than us that was at that point right. so My that's what i've heard
2: drinker, or vodka drinker all that. right so.
0: Vodka and cranberry, vodka uh-huh. and orange juice, yeah. Screwdrivers. I mean, the, the cocktail became so famous in the fifties and sixties. I mean, that's what kind of happened. And so. I grew
3: up in a family that didn't drink at all. We didn't even have cooking wine in the house.
0: I'm sorry, poor Barbara. I know. All right.
3: I made up for it.
0: That's enough of us complaining about them sending all the good juice over overseas. what well, well, how are we gonna how are we gonna rank these bad boys? I, I've got a pretty pretty clear <laughs> choice on this one for myself. I'm, I'm clear. Yeah. So I'm gonna go rum. Then champagne, both neat. Absolutely, that's me. Yep. Yeah. D- ditto,
2: ditto. I think that's ditto. a unanimous decision. Clean sweep. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. That rum is just really good.
1: It it, it hits and a it, different. Well, it and
3: hits. it's so complex. It's it is just so complex. You
0: get the sugar. You get some some right. some nice little fruit notes. You get mm-hmm. everything else going on. That pear, especially, I like. Yeah. it's Just was a su- surprise, man. So
3: the champagne is really good when you're watching a show and you're not really paying any attention. You just need something to wet your whistle.
0: It yeah. almost
2: drives that mile uh, whistle out. That's the problem with that.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. No, not me.
2: All right.
0: Well, good deal. So that's our episode for Festivus, episode number quattro. Four. Four number 4 and then uh we're going to if you find us you can you know where to find us hell facebook instagram the old twitter you can also uh download all your episodes immediately through spotify itunes apple podcast google podcast, et cetera, etc etc make sure you hit the subscribe button this is scott nick barbara and carl signing off peace out peace, peace. out